I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. In five, four, three. Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Peddling Fiction Podcast, a very special live edition for the week of Thanksgiving. I, of course, am your host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction, Johnny Profita, and back with me after bagging a doe-eyed little deer is Justin Hillbilly Boy Campbell. What's up, man? Not much, not much. Huh? Yes, I got, I got one. I was very pleased. It was, uh, it was about the right size for a doe around here, and much bigger. They start getting kind of tough. Probably got about thirty to thirty-five pounds, maybe forty pounds of meat uh, off of. I had four big two-gallon uh, uh, Ziploc bags full of meat. So pretty happy with the take. I'm, uh, the freezer is well stocked, which is probably a good thing considering uh, what beef prices are going to start doing. Yeah, I, I don't know if I sent you that or not. I was thinking about sending the, the beef thing because that <laughs> it's kind of an interesting development because Bill Gates is buying up all the fucking farmland in the u.s and then um telling you not to eat beef you got to eat the fucking bugs and we we touched on it on that one episode where it was the last live episode i think where we were talking about beyond meat and all that shit and how this is the way they're going to get you to eat the bugs is not forcing you to do it they're just going to price you out of the market um take up all the farmland make sure that they control the supply of beef and they'll they'll probably just start gradually adding bugs into things <laughs> like you know they're not just going to give you a bag of crickets they'll like grind it up and you know they have that cricket flour that's like one thing they'll start just like incorporating it into stuff slowly and more and more you know the ten percent cricket and then fifth and then you know fifteen percent and twenty five percent before you know it it's going to be a bag of fucking crickets that you're eating. I, I mean, there's already an allowable like mint or a maximum amount of stuff like that that can be in all of your food. And and it's it's smart to assume that if there is a maximum allowable amount, there's at least that much in it already. So, you know, if if they can if they can go up to five percent bugs, there's probably six percent. Like they're you're not gonna undersell yourself on how much bugs you're putting in there. If you can go five, you're gonna push the six and hope they don't catch you. Right. Yeah, and even if they do, by the time they catch you, the way the government runs, it'll be years and years after the fact. 
and, and you, then they'll just slap I, you with a fine and right and yeah you've made up for the fine 10 times over that's <laughs> so why yeah all those guys running like fucking uh finance schemes you know like the gold market manipulation every like 10 years or something maybe five years they'll like bust somebody for manipulating the gold market or something like that and they'll slap them with like uh you know what seems like a big fine depending on how big of a scheme that they were running but they probably made i don't know 500 million dollars or something <laughs> and they pay like a five million dollar fine eh, worth well, that's, it that's like moderna has has or not Moderna? Uh, Pfizer has been on the receiving end of like the largest medical lawsuits in history, and I think they paid out what was it like ninety one or ninety four million dollars total in in like fines and fees and and damages and stuff like that. Except that they've made just billions on top of billions on top of billions. Like that, you know, people for people who don't understand numbers. When they make when they make four billion in a year, ninety one million is insignificant. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you have no soul, these things are not going to stop you from doing it. <laughs> the only thing stopping you know good people from doing it is they're not horrible people. Um, these these uh, these little slaps on the wrist are not deterrents. We see that in white collar crime. We see it in blue collar crime. We're seeing it in blue run cities across the world. Uh, it's just like, yeah, as soon as you, you know, the punishment is, is like something that they're willing to accept. They're going to do it. I mean, and, when you, you have to look at the risk reward, you know, is, am I going to make more money than what they're going to find me? How much more money am I going to make than what they're going to find me? Like, you know, it's, uh, I guess everybody has that, uh, that pay where's, what's the payoff point where it's, uh, it's not worth it anymore. And because the government is very well embedded with all of the people that are doing this stuff, it's always going to be worth it. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I've seen some disturbing, but you know, there was this one video. It was like a cop uh, dash cam thing where he's got some dude arrested in the back seat, and I can't remember I'm trying to remember what the crime was. But the guy's just run his mouth. He's like, "Oh, dude, I'm gonna be out in a fucking, you know, I, I you know, he's he's a minor, so he's like, I'm gonna be out in fucking, you know, two weeks or something like that. It's no big deal. I can't do anything. You watch, I'll be out like tomorrow or something, just talking shit, and." uh Wow. That, that's the mentality they have. And the vast majority of them, I mean, you watch these videos every week. I, I know I sent you a couple. We're, we're going to start a segment on the show. Maybe today is the, the day to do it because we, we have a lot to talk about today. But the shithole Chicago segment, I think, is going to just become a, a weekly staple for the Friday Live episodes. And it, it's, it's actually going to be hard which video to pick. To display what kind of a shithole Chicago has become, but it's go—it's always—it's going to be like something like looting or uh, some sort of violent crime that they're just letting happen now. They're just not. There's just no punishment for it. They're just like, yeah, well, we're just going to let them do that. And then when you try to 
stick up for yourself when you try to fucking intervene and stop these things from happening like that um that father uh that married guy did where was that again um yeah in california in california he uh he stops a, he stops a fucking intruder with a gun loses his gun permit yeah okay I, I I mean that that's absolutely like what is the gun permit for if it's not for that? <laughs> right, it, like that's the whole purpose, and like the he's he's using it in his own home. Like nothing about that should be something that they would take it away for, except liberal shithole. Like that's that's the whole explanation. It's be, because you because you threatened somebody and defended yourself. Uh, now you don't get to have your permit anymore never mind that the person who you defended yourself against was a violent fucking criminal uh, that's inconsequential the you have to respect the violent criminals right to mug you and steal all your shit more than uh your own your own self uh preservation right. exactly right. and he didn't kill the guy right i don't think so i don't think he did either i would have <laughs> yeah but yeah, then and then you're looking at more than just losing your gun permit. Then you're looking at life in prison in, in some of these. It, it's absolutely. And you got to think, yeah, what, what's the goal here? What is the purpose of this? And there's really no other explanation other than they want they they clearly want this end result. Because a, as we've seen, I talked about I, I did a solo episode where you were out uh, dicking around in the woods Um you know, they cleaned up San Francisco in like 48 hours to get it ready for a visitor. So they could, they know exactly what the fucking problems are. They could fix some of them if they wanted to. Like they could do the bare minimum that government's supposed to do, which is like keep fucking criminals off the street and, you know, keep this the streets relatively clean. But eh doesn't really align with their goals unless of course somebody's coming to visit well and, and did you did you see how they in that case they didn't they didn't uh get rid of the problem they just moved them around like they just scattered they just scattered all they, the people. <laughs> they just scattered them like they basically they just came in and ran them off and they're like you can't you can't stay here go somewhere else and made and made them all disperse across the city because that was where where she was going to be coming. So like they didn't, they didn't even, even their cleanup effort wasn't really a cleanup effort. They, they just uh, came in basically with the fire hoses and were like, get the fuck out. <laughs> you got to leave and made them go elsewhere. They, they're still, yeah. they're still there. They didn't like round them up and get rid of them or anything like that. I mean, they did, they did clean the streets up, like literally clean the streets up. So there wouldn't be shit everywhere, but yeah, it, it's just like, I don't know who came up with this, this idea of letting homeless people congregate into like these into one area. <laughs> like back, I'm old enough to remember when like bums used to fight over fucking territory. Like, no, this is my little fucking bench. This is my fucking alley or something like that. And there'd be like maybe one or two others in the vicinity, but the rest would have to go find their own little spot. It wasn't just like okay, let's all get together and just be fucking homeless bums. Disgusting, smelly, dirty, homeless bums all all together. Wh whose idea was that? Like, what the fuck 
why let that happen? I mean, where's the upside to that? <laughs> it's the pussification of America. We've disincentivized violence as the solution for everything. And now all we now we get these giant homeless communities that just pop up and, and gather because nobody has a nobody takes any pride in their own uh, territory and space. It's it's all turning into communism. Yes. Yeah, we, we care so much. We're just going to enable them to ruin their lives and the lives of everybody else around them. OK, just spread like a fucking cancer because we care so much. Fuck it. Oh, my God. Do you remember? I think we talked about it on the show, like how, how much they spent. And it was I think it was in California. I think somebody somebody did like a little video or something about how much they spent to like fight the homeless crisis or something like that. And it was like it was like 10 times more than it would have cost for this one guy to just build all these little tiny houses for them. And they wouldn't let the guy build the tiny houses. Yeah. Not yeah. interested in solving the problem. Yeah. Why would you? Then you're then you're just another bureaucracy that we don't need. We clearly don't need. And God forbid we should get rid of any of those a la um, Argentina. So are you gonna pull up any of these things that I sent you? <laughs> it's been trans am I moving too fast? Or as they were rolling through them so fast, it's uh <laughs> like all I would get is the is the headline and then we we'd bounce on to the next although we i think we should probably pause on this one for at least a moment uh speaking of argentina argentina uh yeah. javier malay wins the presidency the anarcho-capitalist um he was very openly anti-leftist he's also been very uh pro-Israel and pro-Jew and has been at least to some extent pro-Ukraine, so that's a little less uh, a little less good. But, I mean, he has vowed to do away with a whole bunch of departments, and I hear that he's already announced that effective, uh, like, the beginning of January, that, like, a, a department for uh, women and equity and something else it's like it's the, the it's basically a, of women what is it fuck it's the dei department more yeah. or less women it's, some yeah. diversity and equity or women uh something in equity yeah <laughs> women race and equity studies or something i can't yeah it's something stupid it's it, he's already announced that that's done with as soon as like as soon as as soon as he's able that one's gone yeah, uh, it, it's uh, in 21 days he's going to do it. Because I, I was asking on Twitter, I was like, why 21 days? Like, how long does it really take to get rid of a, one of these fucking um, parts? Like, oh, because he's not in office yet. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, with, uh, the Ministry of Women, Gender, and Equality. That's what it was. Yes, gender. And I just love just on its face how contradictory that is to their whole fucking thing. It's like for like first of all, what is a woman? And then you say gender. There is I thought gender was like fluid, or there is no gender, or there's seventy two of them. And then equal like it's just great. Everything they fucking do is just so contradictory. The second you just scratch the surface, they can't even name their ministries without uh, contradicting their own ideology. And it's, yeah, it's just great, man. Uh, speaking of speaking of gender and, and equality, did you see uh, Corrine Jean Pierre was uh, talking about the Trans Day of Remembrance or something like that because of the 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 twenty eight trans people who have been 
killed this year. So remember a few years ago when there was the trans genocide that was going on? And like, I didn't know that it ended. It's been well, keeping me up at night. They stopped, they stopped talking about it because it, it turns out that um, with that trans genocide in the severe uptick of trans people who were being murdered in 2020, it turned out uh, being locked away and already having a mental illness that you're dealing with and then not being allowed to go out in public and stuff kind of fucks with people's head. And out of the, out of the um, major increase, the overwhelming majority of them were actually being murdered by their trans or gay friends. So like the, they kind of stopped talking about that pretty quick. Once you start looking at the stats and it's like that, they talk about this trans genocide, except that most of them are killing each other. <laughs> like, it's not like a targeted, it's not like a targeted thing where people are like going out of their way to, to murder trans people because they're trans. Most of them are like hit and run type things or like quick muggings, just looting in general in big cities. Or like I said, they're they're being killed by their friends because these are mentally unstable people uh, that are trying to lean each lean on each other. And shit ends up going south a lot of times in those situations. Yeah, um, I did. I don't think I saw the Korean Jean-Pierre post, but I saw Obama. um or not Obama, sorry, Biden. <laughs> oh, but, slip. yeah, but I repeat myself. Uh, <laughs> I saw Biden's account post about it. And it's just, it's so fucking ridiculous, man. I, I, I mean, honestly, every single thing, every, like, every topic, every movement, everything they talk about, everything the left specifically talks about, like, Whatever their talking point is, just assume the opposite to be true. Like it never fails, or it's just complete bullshit. Like every single time, they, they if they're accusing you of doing something, they're doing it themselves. <laughs> if they say this is happening, it's like nope. Uh, what what's actually happening is um, we're doing it to ourselves. Well, I mean, not to be insensitive to the death of twenty eight people, but I mean 20, 28 people this year. Um, pretty sure that many people have been killed in Chicago since we started the show. So like, is, is this really that, that, that many twice that many were shot last weekend? Garen fucking did. I mean, <laughs> they've, they've been on a pretty consistent streak of a number of years where it's like a minimum of 50 people get shot every weekend. So yeah, it just depends. Like not all people are created equal. Obviously trans people are more valuable. And, and worthy of our, I, I, I loved a bunch of people posting the the trans uh, shooter, the trans mass shooter and all those things, just like people were just dropping that. Like, yeah, we remember remembering this guy or gal. I forget what it was with the Tranifesto. <laughs> oh, man. Did we talk about did we talk about that? There wasn't a whole lot we on did. it. Did I think I named the, the title of the show was Tranifesto. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was only like three pages, and it was just a lot of kill Whitey. But and and I mean, I I get it, I get it. Fuck Whitey, that's uh, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, well, and there was a list. It was like it was like four or five shooters in a row that identified as trans. It was the 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 Aubrey Hale, and then there was some black kid, a couple of really weird looking fuckers from Cal from Colorado, like that's uh, <laughs> like. It's like we've we've got several that identify as trans and 
that like I remember the one in Colorado um, can't, or identified as trans after was after he was taken into into custody and everybody was like it's just a ploy or it's just a like it, it's um something to try to 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 try to get off easy by playing the trans card it's like okay thank you for acknowledging that you can just play the trans card and do whatever the fuck you want like that's what that's what a lot of us have been saying still the one of the best i mean family guy is just the greatest show i haven't seen any like the newer seasons but just like the best one of the best scenes the guy like it's uh is it quagmire's quagmire's dad? dad or whatever is a tranny on that show and he's like sitting at the bar and the bartender comes up, sir, you can't look at porn at the bar. <laughs> like, you can't be watching porn here. And he's like, no, it's okay. I'm a trans, I'm a trans a woman or whatever. And he's like, oh, okay. I forgot. Yeah, in that case, just do whatever you want all the time. <laughs> just a license to fucking, a license to do anything. Double O trans. Uh, <laughs> to answer some Facebook users thing, I have not looked at ketchup under a microscope but apparently there's bugs in it um i don't i don't need a lot of ketchup thankfully but uh ugh. yeah it doesn't surprise me you know there are yeah ugh, what kind of ketchup who looks at ketchup under a micro i guess they just do that in like science class or something um anyway back to uh the argentinian election this is like a big deal I know we're we're poking fun at a lot of stuff today but this is a so this guy i mean he does <laughs> I, I do kind of wish he was slightly less insane. Like he looks like a fucking crazy person <laughs> and he goes on these rants. Like if you just look at his eyes, he he's just like, okay, this guy might be a fucking lunatic, but he makes a lot of great points <laughs> and he goes off on. I The other thing is I wish he doesn't speak a word of English from what I understand. If he does, he just doesn't do it in any interviews. Cause I, I saw Tucker Carlson interviewed him and they were just like, I think Tucker had like one of the translating things in his ear, which those things work. Those work. I should get, I should get a pair, but that'd probably be as bad as like Google translate. Um, <laughs> not going to work for like Mexican. Like uh, this guy's like calling them fucking left and stuff like this. <laughs> like, I don't think the, uh, the dictionary is going to be translating all this slang. Well, but, I, yeah. I think it's, I think it's one of those things like, um, like they do at like the UN and, and NATO and stuff like that, where it's somebody who's somebody who's listening to it and then um, saying it back in like that. I think it might be something like that. Yeah. yeah the would uh, be so hard to do. That'd be so hard to do an interview like that. Yeah. Cause then you can't really listen to the person in, across from you. You have to be listening to what's in your ear and then you're not yeah. responding. You're not responding to them. You're responding to your ear, but like it's, yeah, it'd be weird. Yeah, but but th so this guy runs on a straight up like f like and he like says this stuff. Uh, this is not like I mean, this isn't verbatim what he says, but I'm not like putting it in my own words. He's like, fuck the state. <laughs> like, fuck, fuck leftists. these leftists. You cannot give them an inch. They will take a mile. Uh, there's no negotiating with them. Like we're put we're, like this is it. We've had enough. We need to eliminate entire departments. There's that one video, like maybe we could play that video of him just like he's got, you know, th there's these lists of departments. And I remember, dude, like fucking 10 years ago now, probably close to 10 years ago, maybe nine years ago. And just for fun, I went through and I was like, how many fucking like departments and shit do we have in the U.S. government? And it's like a 15 page thing. <laughs> 
like just listing all like the department of this and the cabinet of that. And so he's got like a bunch of them listed on the board. And he's like, nope, this is gone. This is gone. This is gone. This department, that's fucking gone. He's not mincing any words. Um, he's like wrapped himself in the Gatson flag or whatever. Um, and cat, he dressed up as like, I don't know, some AMCAP man. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's a real thing or something that his crazy ass just uh, came up with, but he's like a, he's an anarcho-capitalist essentially. Um, with apparently like people are complaining about his foreign policy, you know, libertarians are never satisfied unless you're 100% in lockstep with them, which is, uh, it's pretty frustrating uh, to say the least. And so that's a very, uh, a very absolutist state of my or uh, position to take for the people who are supposed to be live and let live right well and it's just like dude this is any way you slice it this is a major major victory for libertarianism uh like a liberty <laughs> the bet the funniest thing i forget who posted this on twitter but there's just like you know he's not a, a real libertarian uh, because he just won an election. <laughs> yeah, that was Tyler Yonke of, uh, of the Libertarian Podcast Review. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, yeah, that's who it was. It was a pod review. Yeah, and it was just like, God damn, that's a good point. He also, picked, he also posted a, a picture of Malay with his wife, and it was like, there's another another case for him probably not being a real libertarian. Yeah, his, wife's, uh, <laughs> his wife is pretty fucking stacked. So... <laughs> um, but I mean, like you have to just be optimistic because I think what really pisses off the, the libertarians that are pissed off about this is that he ran on an unapologetic. I'm I fucking hate government like we, we shouldn't be, you know, tiptoeing around these issues. If you are if you really hate the state, call it what it is. Explain you know, the problem to people don't mince words. Like don't fucking, you know, Oh, you know, we just need to trim around the edges. No, no, the, this whole thing is evil and it's corrupt and it sucks and we need to get rid of it. Like well, we just have to get rid of all of it. And he's also very pro-life and I don't think he's very open borders ish. He's, he's more like he, he ran on the anarcho-capitalist kind of, platform and he he quotes hayek and and a bunch of other libertarian thinkers and and authors and stuff but he's he's probably more um right libertarian populist type than the like the pure libertarian so that's that's what yeah uh, that's what's kind of rubbed some of the the beltway types the wrong way the yeah. the cato institute libertarian yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I get not wanting to like completely hitch the the libertarian wagon to this guy because, like I said, he does come across as a little insane. And yeah, there's like a there, there's definitely like a Trumpian element to him, which is how the media frames it. Like I'm sure like he was billed as uh, the Argentinian Donald Trump, which is why like I have a couple friends from Argentina, and uh, they were just like beside themselves, <laughs> like freaking out. And of course, I'm fucking with him a little bit. You know, I got to give him some shit the second that uh, he wins this election because they're they were so afraid of this maniac winning. And I, I just got to say, I was like, what do you really have? Like, first of all, what are you so afraid of and what do you have to lose? 
Like how much worse can it get? Like the Argentinian inflation, I, I forget what the number, it's like 150% or something. Like it's a crazy number. I've been meaning to kind of go there just so that I can crush it and live like a fucking billionaire. Uh, and that that's how bad it's gotten. Like they haven't completely, uh, I guess you, you could say like, yeah, we, we could become Venezuela. So there's that. But, but like what got you to this point? It wasn't let's fucking destroy all these worthless gender departments and get spending under control. Because th th those are some of the main things that he talks about. Um, and then, yes, there's like a, a pop, like a right wing populist element as well. But like, forget th that shit's not what got you in trouble. That's the, that's not what destroyed your currency and brought you to the brink of uh, it brought in hype. They have hyperinflation. I don't think there's any other way to describe it there. Yeah, and brought you to the brink of a collapse. Huh? Sorry. 148 percent inflation. OK, yeah. We can round up to 150. So, I, I mean, like what got you to this point? It was not anything that this guy's saying because nothing this guy's saying has ever been tried. So maybe try the op. Like if everything you've been doing up to this point brought you here, the like the opposite would almost have to get you out of it. It's like the Costanza opposite philosophy. Like if everything I've done is wrong, the exact opposite would have to be right. <laughs> this is no longer just the theory, Jerry. This is my religion. <laughs> I'm just going with the opposite. So I don't know, like how, and they're, you know, they're freaking out. They're having their Trump derangement syndrome day because, you know, he, he's so mean. He says mean words. Again, who cares? Who cares about what, like the way they deliver it? If it's not to your, like palatable, I like, that's how, that's how Donald Trump won. That's how every like pussy Republican loses. Because they have these like bullshit weight, like uh, what's his name who already dropped out? <laughs> uh, Pence, this way of like delivering these like meaningless platitudes that everyone's just bored with. Like have a fucking, have a spine, have a backbone, have some principles and stand for it. Like just be unapologetic. This is, this is what I believe. This is why I believe it. And this is, you know, this is what got us here. And this is our only way out. This is our only hope. Seems well, to have worked. I, well, I mean, it's it was a crazy. He used to be like a, a you know a long shot way earlier in the year, and then they were going to have the runoff. It was like, oh, he's going to lose the runoff, and then right before, I didn't realize that the elections were on Sunday. I think it was Sunday, right? Um, but I remember seeing like the the betting odds had shifted in his favor, and so he was like he was a favorite at that point. And I was like, oh shit, this guy might win. Yeah, it was it was really interesting to 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 see him just continue to to kill in the runoffs leading up to it, and it's like, oh well, he's he's like legitimately going to going to do this. But but you've seen this happening more and more frequently here of late, uh, like uh, Maloney who won in in Spain, uh, Merkel is getting a massive amount of pushback in Germany, and there's a, a good probability that. Her party will be out next time it comes around in uh, in Germany in favor of a more national populist type of a party. Uh, the only reason that uh, what's his face in France, uh, Macron, the only reason Macron won last time was because of 
because of the influence and the pull that uh, the World Economic Forum and the U or and uh, like the UN have in in France. Like going into that election, it looked like Macron was most likely going to lose, and then he kind of pulled a Biden. So uh, you know, it like the these types of uh, pushing back against progressivism and the liberal uh, socialist type of agenda is starting to really pick up steam yeah. across the yeah. world. Yeah. I mean, yeah. in South America, especially like not just with Malay winning in Argentina, but you're seeing more. Um, I don't want to say authoritarian because that's not really the right word, but strong leaders who are willing to step up and be like, all right, we've got problems and we've got to get them under control. We can't keep doing the same socialist bullshit that we've been doing for the past you know, three decades that have put us in this situation. We've got to start weeding out the problem and fixing it. And, and you're seeing that uh, cropping up more and more across the, across the globe, not just, you know, not just in isolated areas, like the, all, all across South America, this is becoming a uh, kind of a movement. Yeah. Yeah. And you can just kind of sense that the pendulum has swung way too far that way. And it's starting, like you said, the momentum is starting to bring it back the other way, which tends to be how these, uh, how these movements kind of go. The, um, I have a little graph here. The, the, the countries which suffered through the most recessions from 1951 to 2023, this is, you know, countries that posted the most negative growth between those years. Argentina is second only to Libya. <laughs> like that's how bad things have been in Argentina for the last what fucking 72 years. I, th I thought this was an interesting one. Uh, just a just a few down the list. We got we got Ukraine down there with uh yeah, 22 negative yeah. GDP years. It's like and you just look at like look at the company that they're in. Like, look at the like, these are all countries that either uh, the U.S. has destroyed <laughs> with their foreign policy or uh, socialism has destroyed. Like they've just like Venezuela's on there, Sudan, uh, Libya's number one, Syria, Iraq, the Congo. I, I mean, like not you'd never want to be like sandwiched between Libya and Syria. I don't think like either like on the map geographically or like in any other fucking category. This is not good company to be in. So it, I mean, unless, um, unless you're talking about the list for uh, black black markets arms sales, that's like that's the only time that, that that's a positive number. Right. Yeah. It, so things have been very bad here. I don't know if it's bad enough uh, in the U.S. to to kick off a, a libertarian movement like that. Probably not yet. Um, give it, give it another. Uh, I don't know, two election cycles or something like that, and we might, we might be uh, looking towards uh, somebody like this as our saving grace. But it'll be, it'll be very interesting to see what happens with this because we've never seen a, a libertarian govern before really on this on this kind of level and whether or not they're actually i don't know how things really work politically in argentina i'm gonna guess that it's somewhat similar to the way all these fucking places work where it's just like you saw what happened with donald trump like they just fucking chopped him off at the knees even before he got started so i don't know how much he's actually going to be able to accomplish but um 
either way, I think it, it should be um, like just kind of like a win-win. Like, so he'll either, you know, get rid of a bunch of these departments. He wants to eliminate their central bank, get their finances under control. So he'll either be somewhat successful in doing that or like almost nothing will change. And that that should be very eye opening for people because you'll you'll just realize that it doesn't like there's just no stopping this this government beast like it doesn't matter who you get in there if this guy's not going to be able to eliminate government I don't know who will <laughs> like he seems very fucking determined to do it well he might need to he might need to try to take the path that uh, Joe Scarborough thinks Trump is going to take whenever oh, he right. gets into office yeah oh my god dude this guy is such a buffoon <laughs> yeah. have a responsibility to, to really to tune out the voices of of the haters of of the people that are constantly uh double and triple checking and shilling for him and suggesting Sick. that somehow they're being biased bending over backwards treating him like a normal candidate he's not a normal candidate he is running to end american democracy as we know it He's an authoritarian who a, a court uh, in, in Colorado two days ago ruled that that he led an insurrection against the United States government. He's charged with leading schemes to help overthrow the United States government. So so if they want to frame it uh, that way, that's fine. If, if you want to be fair, if you want to be fair, then you will frame this uh, as uh, Joe Biden being the candidate that supports American democracy and Donald Trump, a candidate who supports a new form of government here that's authoritarian. It's really that simple. And by the way, Reverend Allen, people go, oh, you can't compare him he to past Nazi leaders. You can't compare him to this past Nazi leader or that past fascist leader because he hasn't done that. Well, what hasn't he done? He hasn't done the things that the American judicial system did not allow him to do last time, but may very well allow him to do this time, or a judicial system that will be ignored by Donald Trump and ran over by Donald Trump to create the greatest constitutional crisis of our lifetimes. Just because he hasn't done it yet doesn't mean he won't do it. When he gets a chance to do it. He's and if he is well. voted into office, then a lot of these people that are talking about literal or figurative or whatever the hell they're saying, you're going to look like idiots uh, because he will do, he will get away with, he will imprison, he will execute whoever he's allowed to imprison, execute, uh, 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 drive from the country. Just look at his past. It's not really hard to read. The only Again, the only thing that stood between him and the destruction of American democracy was the federal judiciary. Okay. Dude, it's fucking unhinged. If Trump, if Trump had any inkling of being a true authoritarian dictator, the first thing he would do when he wins in 2024 is put Joe scarborough in prison like just just on principle alone that like that's what i would do and be like all right first order of business january whatever as soon as i'm sworn back in like the second the second the swearing in is over somebody needs to be knocking on his door and dragging him off like on, on just day on, one. On principle. 
it dude i mean you should just take for all of these crazy leftists out there that are really genuinely afraid of donald trump doing something like this rest assured he he can't now like that would make joe scarborough right about something Never, it's never happened before. It never will be. Ha- like, I don't know, was that guy fucking 60 years old? He's never been right about anything. Not once. Imagine going through your entire life and being that wrong. And then just, you just keep doubling down. Oh, this time he's really going to kill people. It's like, look at his past. I'm looking at his past. Um, not seeing it. I'm just not seeing anything like that in his past. I mean, he said we're going to lock Hillary up, but he didn't. Did One. He? Most of Donald Trump's past has been very public and very on display. I mean, he has yeah. not been shot. He has not been sh- camera shy at any point in his life. Like, oh <laughs> what? What about his past leads you to think that any of that would be even remotely true? Yeah. He he well, didn't even lead like as I mean as the most possibly tyrannical dictatorial role that he had. You know, leading Trump Enterprises and everything else, and running The Apprentice and everything else. There's no indication that he managed or led in that type of a way. Like he's not, he's not no. that guy. No, it, it really is just unbelievable. I mean, he's, he's literally just describing the Biden administration and he's like, Oh, you know, orange man. Oh, the bad orange man's going to do exactly what we've been doing for the last four years. It's going to be a continuation of the Biden administration. Is that what you think? I, I mean, imprisoning your political opponents <laughs> and uh, executing them. I mean, like, dude, this guy, yeah, he's off his rocker. It's unbelievable. And he, and the what's-her-face, like, nodding along, and then, of course, the, the reverend goes along with it, too. Oh, yeah, totally. This is exactly what's going to happen. Uh, I, I've never seen such, like, a, a ridiculous amount of fear-mongering. Like, I don't even, he's going to destroy democracy. Like, if we want to be fair about this, if we really want to frame this in a fair way, here's Donald Trump, the guy that wants to destroy democracy, and Joe Biden, the one that wants to preserve it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I mean, Trump, Trump may very well lead another insurrection at any moment, and you might have uh, people marching single file down the hall, waving and fist bumping the police officers yeah. as they go and just videoing and smile this this guy got like hunted down in his own home drug out of his home and taken to jail for this for the guy in the red yeah the guy in the the red red, he ended up uh, up killing himself yeah um because yeah they fucked with him they got him to take a plea deal and then they completely changed the the terms of like they added a bunch of charges after he had already pled guilty that was going to take him from like uh you know like a, a one and a half year sentence or something to nine years, and so he hung him. I think he hung himself. And this is yeah, this is what he did. He walked through nonchalantly. I, I think nonchalant is the only way to describe this. Right. And yes, there was like uh, all the shit going on. Like I think it was like hours earlier or something outside the videos that you've seen from the the corporate press of people, you know, uh, breaking through barricades and breaking windows and pushing back against police and and you know all that stuff. That was like a couple hours before or something, and it was on the other side. But that that was all that was all orchestrated too. Have you seen the videos of 
there are videos of Capitol Police firing into crowds that are just like people that are just standing around, not doing anything, getting them getting them all riled up and and everything. There's also there's also another video. So the very the brief stuff that has been released so far and like something like forty four thousand or maybe it's forty thousand of the forty four thousand hours worth of J6 film are going to be released. Um, like just the stuff that's come out already. There's there's one where it's some guy that's acting like a fucking lunatic inside of the Capitol. And so the Capitol police like cuff him and they drag him away. And then once they get him away from the crowd, they uncuff him and he's like fist bumping with all of them. And yeah, like, I saw that one. Yeah. I mean, it, it did. It's, it's infuriating to just watch the, the playbook um, just play out in front of it. Like we knew eventually they were going to release it. Uh, what has it been two and two fucking years later, two and a half, almost three years later? What was it 2021? Right, the first week of 2021. Here we are. It's almost Thanksgiving 2023. And they finally released all the footage. Great. Now they've already put fucking people in prison for 15, 20 years for some of this shit. Um, some other the other people have just been in a hole somewhere for the last uh, almost three years. Uh, without charges uh, for doing it. Like a lot of these people were just doing that. Like they were just kind of like almost like a guided tour through the Capitol. And Jesus. Oh, and they just, yeah. Once they get there, once they get everything they want out of the situation, they've already been able to bring all these like crazy charges against Donald Trump related to this insurrection. Right. Uh, he's, he's running to destroy democracy and all this. He's, he's, He's uh, he's joining an election to destroy democracy. Somehow democracy destroys democracy. I, I don't get that. that. They'll have to explain that one to me. But well, if, if the wrong person wins, then yes, that's like like there's been all these people. If democracy that have been posting, prevails, then democracy has been destroyed. Right. There's all these people have been posting. How is it that Argentina was able to count 48 million ballots overnight? But uh, like. Detroit and Atlanta and all these places can't do it. It's like, well, when the numbers aren't coming out right, it takes longer to count them. Like you have to keep recounting them until you get them right. You can't just counting isn't that easy if yeah. if the numbers aren't if the numbers aren't adding up. Right, but as soon as they've gotten all the use out of their bullshit narrative for what happened on January sixth, then they'll release it a couple years later when people aren't too interested. On a Friday, by the way, like this is one of those Friday dumps so that it can kind of go under the radar while you're out fucking drinking with your buddies this, you know, the Friday before a fucking holiday, too. So if you're not paying attention like this this weekend, maybe you, you go on your fucking vacation and then you come back and then it's Thanksgiving. And then, you know, by that point, it, you know, the, the news cycle has turned over five or six times. It's not getting any real press. Like the only, you know, only on the, probably Fox News or something is this getting any play. It's just fucking infuriating, man. What they did to these people is is criminal. It's absolutely fucking criminal. Like it's what Joe Scarborough is warning Donald Trump is going to do. I'm gonna round you up, throw you in a fucking cage, uh, put you in some kangaroo court. You're going to get no fucking you're going to be in a, in solitary confinement for three years before you even get a fucking trial. And then they're going to throw fucking 20 years at you. 
I'll get you to plea down to a year and a half. And then up to the next day after you fucking sign on the dotted line, it's like, oh, by the way, like because of this chart, like some fucking technicality, we're actually going to charge it for nine years. But you've already pleaded guilty, so you're kind of fucked. Yeah, but Donald Trump is going to do all this shit. Donald Trump doesn't give a shit about anything. All he's going to do is just talk about winning <laughs> and like, and just fucking put on these like uh, perform. Like, dude, he just wants to be up on stage performing, making fun, like ripping on the fucking corporate press. That's all Donald Trump's going to do. Make some deals, some tremendous deals. Oh God, it's unbelievable, man. Well, we were, I talked about this with somebody else earlier. It's like Trump didn't necessarily do anything when he was in office it was more of a just nothing got done for four years because none of the things that he wanted to do were going to happen because they weren't going to allow it but also nothing that the left would want to do was happening either and even nothing that a lot of the like um uh, you know the the boomer con type republicans would want to do was getting done so it was just like four years of of nothing getting done and it was like four very yeah, better, arguably, better than arguably the alternative. Very profit, I always you know, very profitable yes. years. It's like we want absolute gridlock in Washington. You do not want fucking um, people reaching across the aisle and compromise. No, fuck that. And by the way, I remember, if I remember correctly, Donald Trump was in office when his political opponents were rioting, like straight up destroying cities. Did any of those people face any fucking charges whatsoever? Or were they being actively bailed out by Kamala Harris? Kamala Harris is setting up fucking funds to bail them out. What did Donald Trump do to his political? What did Donald Trump? Wasn't he like forced into some bunker or some shit by rioters? They had to like rush him into a bunker and then they tried to like disperse them with tear gas. And that was like, oh, my God, they're shooting tear gas at these people on the streets. Well, and because of that, uh, this this guy will never get a fair shake in anything. The Supreme Court has declined to review Derek Chauvin's conviction, even though yeah. they've got a ton of evidence that not it's not even evidence that they didn't have at the time of the trial. It's evidence that wasn't allowed to be submitted at the time of the trial because anything that might have pointed to this guy not being the sole cause of George Floyd's death that might potentially lead to him not being convicted and sent to jail. If he didn't get convicted and sent to jail, then that meant riots were going to continue for literally ever. They were just going to burn the yeah. whole fucking country down. They right. weren't going to stop. And so they had to put this guy in jail. Well, and I think the problem, see, at the time, I, I projected at the time that give it about four years and they're quietly going to bring all of this evidence back around and they're going to get get his conviction overturned and he's going to get out of prison. I think the problem is it's been too public. They his his lawyer team are a pack of fucking retards. They made it very public that they were trying to get they were trying to appeal this and they had all this evidence and stuff. It's like, "No, shut the fuck up. Do it behind closed doors under the table and just get him out because if people know that that's what's happening, then they're going to threaten to riot again. So the Michigan, or no, what is it? Um, Minnesota Supreme Court 
refused to hear the case. Now the U.S. Supreme Court is refusing to hear it, not because there's not a valid case, but because they know if they bring this back up, then riots will start again. Although this is probably the time of year to do it because nobody wants to be rioting when it's cold. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. Especially in Minnesota. Jesus. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's so obvious why they're ducking this one. And I saw like, you know, a bunch of like retarded uh, leftists posting on Twitter, be like, uh, something, yeah, of of course they're not going to accept, you know, take this case or something. But, the the only reason they wouldn't take it, uh, at least to me, because I have seen, I mean, like they have the the new opto- autopsy report saying that he died of a fentanyl overdose. Like, um, this guy did get railroaded. I mean, there's there's really no way around. Like, uh, I thought maybe they would get him with like for like murder too, but he was basically charged with premeditated murder. That was what he was convicted of. And I just, I, I don't even know how you get to that. Um, lot, like, it just doesn't make any sense. So he got, like, okay, you want to charge him with something? Like, okay, yeah, it was fucked up. He sat on this guy's neck for a while. Um, okay, but it's not murder one. No matter what, like, I, there's just no way of getting to that. So, yeah, and then you, of course, the autopsy comes out and it, th- it turns out that, yeah, that's not what killed him at all. And, yeah, and so they're going to duck it because they're afraid of the mostly peaceful protesters. And that's it. I, I mean, the the judicial system is it's a complete fraud. The whole thing is bullshit. You can't get a fair trial. Like it's so politically charged now. Like I don't like your best. Your the only thing I think you need to do if you have to go to court is get it in like the fucking state that's the most sympathetic to you politically. If you're being charged with like, a, you know, something that would be sympathetic to the right wing of America, make sure you get a fucking judge, get it fucking moved to Texas or something. And if you're being charged with like a left wing thing, like you want to be tried in San Francisco. That you'll just get off. It doesn't matter what the charges are as long as uh, the judge and the jury are sympathetic to you politically. Um, it's a, a wonderful system. We, I, I can't believe anybody would want to get rid of this government that we have. It just, it's just firing on all cylinders, just as designed. Well, I mean, if you're an average person, you're not going to get any, uh, you're not going to get off on any of this stuff. Now, on the other hand, if you're, politically connected correctly uh like joe biden none of the stuff they've they've had all kinds of stuff that's come up on biden and the judge isn't even going to see a case on that then you've got this where stacy abrams brother-in-law is arrested in tampa for human trafficking (laughs) like how how long before this just gets completely scrubbed from the news and this guy walks like if you're if you're connected to the right people and by the right people the dnc that means you're you just have to uh, you just have to weather the headline, and as soon as that fades, then you're probably going to be fine. Yeah, dude, <laughs> human trafficking. It's like Jesus Christ, man. Uh, I don't even know what the other than like you know. A lot of times when I see these headlines, like somebody's being charged with uh, human trafficking, or they had like child porn on their computer or something like that, I immediately think like this must be like a, a, it could be a setup. 
Unless, of course, like it's the people that like are on the left that are sympathetic to this kind of cause that that, you know, say the the, the right things uh, politically, they they're in line with the narrative, then, you know, like it's probably true. Because they don't they don't do this. They don't put fucking child porn on on some Democrats computer. Because it just that's just not the way it works. The the, the Democrat that that uh, is sympathetic to to child pornography has the child porn on their computer. It's the you know it's the crazy conspiracy theorist that's speaking against the government that they go and they fucking frame for this kind of shit. I, I yeah like what I don't know dude. how do you get fucking what what exactly was the the charges for human trafficking here? Uh, soliciting commercial sexual activity with a victim under the age of 18. Uh, well, that's what counts as the human trafficking because it was okay. uh, catching a minor. Yeah, sex work. Um, okay. And and a, a misdemeanor count of battery because apparently he paid her to do things with him, took her back to his hotel room, and then she decided that she didn't feel comfortable doing that those things. And then he beat her up a little bit before he kicked her out. Yeah. Yeah. So th this human trafficking thing, like I don't like the way it's being used. You know what yeah. I like human trafficking. I'm thinking of like one of those like fucking sex shops where they like fucking kidnap some chick from like Eastern block Europe or whatever. And they like throw They like, you know, lock them in this house and they're, you know, they're holding their fucking passport or whatever, and they're just being used as sex slaves. Like that doesn't sound like what this guy was doing. Yeah, he he was just paying a hooker, more yeah. or less. So th this human trafficking thing—it's it, such a bolt. Like, and they're you know they were char they charged the uh, uh, the the Tate the Tate brothers with human trafficking too, and it's like, and then you read like what what they actually being charged with is like TikTok stuff. Yeah, they like, ran a website. And it's just like it's not human trafficking. Like even if even if everything you say is true, it's not fucking human trafficking. Um. <clears throat> oh, this guy was wrongfully accused before. Uh, he uh, apparently he was drafted by the Chicago Cubs in 1984, and he now works as a motivational speaker and emotional intelligence trainer for students and people who were formerly incarcerated. Oh. 84, the year the Cubs clinched the pen. They, they clinched the pennant the day I was born in 1984. Nice. <laughs> yeah. My old man got in trouble for watching the game. <laughs> I was like, ah, I fucking respect that. Uh, what's that he gonna, I mean, what's he, what's he really going to do with you being born? Like, you know, the, you know, yeah, back the in that day, I think you could probably still like smoke a cigar in the, in the lobby or whatever, instead of being there in the goddamn delivery room. But I'm it's like, yeah, I get it. The, the Cubs clinching the pennant, that happens what? At, at the time, it was like a once-in-a-lifetime event. You could well, always like, have Even if he kid. was in the room, like, what are they going to do? Ask him to cut the umbilical cord? Like, the when when my son was born, the doctor asked if I wanted to cut the umbilical cord. I said, I'm I'm just here for show. I'm not here to work. That's why I'm paying you. Uh, yeah. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if he knew. I don't, I don't know if I ever asked if they knew it was going to be the boy at the time for all he knew it could have just been another girl and he's been through that <laughs> like more girls <laughs> fuck that i'm gonna watch the ball game yeah <laughs> yeah it wasn't his first born kid you can't really blame the guy 
Yeah. Uh, God. So yeah, this is, I'm, I'm sure, you know, once again, it's just like, it just seems like everybody that's surrounded, surrounds these, these really high profile Democrats, like everybody in their family is just like a piece of shit constantly. They're just horrible people. And then you get like Donald Trump in there and everybody in his family seems to be okay. Right. Like far better off than you would think from like, you know, growing up as like a fucking billionaire son or like usually the, the, the stereotype is just like, oh, these are really dysfunctional families. But it's like, I don't know, his kids all seem to have like a pretty good head on their shoulders. They seem like relatively well adjusted people. Uh, Don Jr. I've seen Don Jr. on like a number of podcasts. Like if you didn't know he was Donald Trump's kid, like you'd think he was a pretty normal guy. And then, yeah, can compare and contrast that with uh, Hunter Biden or um, some of these other just like crazy Democrat, like, uh, who, like, yeah, like Anthony Weiner was like friends, like his wife was friends with like Hillary Clinton and they're all like fucking going to Epstein Island and shit. It's just like, what the fuck is wrong? Like these people are all deranged. It's all right. projection, man. It's all project. Like every single time, it's the, it's them accusing you of what whatever they're guilty of. There you go. Uh, so yeah, Mayor Mayor Pete's uh, protege, who was oh where was where was this guy? This guy was a mayor, elected mayor somewhere, and now he's going to do thirty years in in uh, thirty years in prison for child porn with over five hundred victims, and not like not like him being in possession of like um, being the one that was uh, creating it, filming it and stuff like that. Uh, you've had a bunch of these other people that are well connected to leftist organizations and stuff. Uh, there was, I did a, I did a four part series on it earlier in the year, this uh, LGBTQ pedophile ring in Georgia that these two gay guys were running. Uh, they like adopted a couple kids and then we're just like traveling around the country, pimping them out at all of these like big DNC donor events and stuff like holy fucking shit. And, and it, it's, it's almost, I'm not going to say exclusively because that's, uh, that, that would be insincere there. It happens from time to time on the right, but almost 95% of the time, it's a very particular group on the left that are doing these things. You would, yeah, you would think for like the amount of, of talking points um, that you hear in the, in the corporate press about, you know, right wing, whatever, that the vast majority, like you would just, it would just be so like, like you could just uh, spit in any direction and hit like some, some uh, uh, Republican politician who's got a family member caught up in, in some fucked up stuff. And you just you just don't see it. And so and you would think like just given the the um, political climate in the U.S., like if it was there, you'd, you'd feel like it would be on full display and like they would be going after it. But they just can't. It, it doesn't seem like they can find it. Like I have no like all these politicians for all I know could be like the scum of the earth, but you just, it just seems like a lot more often it's, um, it, it's people from the democratic party that are ugh. for sure. Um, 
with well, the the child stuff. Well, and like they're always they're always big donors to the DNC or big donors to local Democrat candidates, stuff like that. Uh, you got the you got the two the two different guys. One of them that had worked for ABC, and the other one worked for I can't remember what the uh, it was one of the other big networks that that were like responsible for debunking Pizzagate, and now both of them are going away for a very long time on yeah. uh, like ra- literally raping children. Not not just the ch- like child porn stuff, but actually raping children and. Yeah, but but the but they they supposedly debunked Pizzagate, which they never debunked Pizzagate. Basically, it was just a a mainstream media push to say, oh, this is there's no way this is true, and then everybody just said, oh yeah, look, ABC and NBC and CBS, CBS, that was the other one. So it was the guy from ABC and a guy from CBS who were like responsible for debunking Pizzagate. Uh, anyway, yeah, like it, it, it was just a, a mainstream network. Uh, agenda push to say oh there's no way this is true and then everybody because you know the average american is a fucking moron they're like oh yeah there's no way this is true and so pizzagate was then debunked even though there was never any (laughs) actual debunking done i don't think i don't think i've ever seen a satisfactory debunking uh particularly from the like if you see like oh you know blah 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 debunked it's just like just consider it true hundred like they've I've never watched one of those videos, particularly from a, a left perspective that has ever debunked anything. And they'll just they'll straw man it at best and and then just claim that they they shredded it. They debunked it. It's like, no, you didn't. Yeah, you didn't. So, yeah, God damn, dude. The Pizzagate thing, yeah, that's just like an Alex Jones conspiracy. Yeah. Okay. What is it with them and the kids, man? It's so fucking, ugh. I don't know. Who's Clay Travis? Am I supposed to know who that is? Is getting audited by the IRS ever since uh, he took over Rush Limbaugh's radio spot. I guess oh, that's how uh, Clay, Clay Travis is a, uh, he used to be on Fox Sports. Uh, he's, he's a sports commentator. Really uh, Outkick, the co- Outkick the Coverage is his uh, like website and brand. Uh, yeah, he's, he has been, he has been a pretty fervent right wing sports commentator for a number of years. I guess since since Trump came into office, anyway. Uh, and yeah, he uh, he he gets audited every single year. Like, <laughs> like you can't tell me that they're not targeting people. I yeah yeah we are. Uh unidentified Facebook user posted that in the comments. And I was like, the name sounds really familiar. And I bet if I saw him, uh, I'd be like, Oh yeah, I know who that guy is, but I'm pretty bad with names. So he's just been getting audited constantly because he's, uh, because he's a right winger and he's popular and on the radio. Like it checks out. Yeah. What I think I, I sent you another little, uh, interesting tidbit on the IRS. Yeah. New Year's nightmare. IRS targets gig workers. Sends thirty million new tax forms. So everybody that's uh, like the people who are relying on tips and stuff like that, and uh, like the the things that people are doing to supplement their income because the economy is such shit. Because inflation is 
run away so rampantly because the price of everything is just going through the fucking roof. The the things that people are doing on the side to try to make enough money just to scrape by. Now Uncle Sam wants more of your money for that. You're not, oh, no, no. You are not going to pay your bills this year, motherfucker. You're going to pay us. Yeah. Well, it's basically every single job that Biden claims to be creating, too. <laughs> it's just like, all right, this is where we're creating all the jobs is the the second and the third jobs uh, that people are taking on. It, it was a crazy number. I was going through the numbers for the uh, for a, a uh, Substack thing that I'm writing. And it's like, dude, like 40 percent of the, the jobs that are being created are like second second jobs. It's crazy. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's where all the new. The new income. Remember, yeah, they're going to go after those millionaires and billionaires. That's why they needed to hire the 80,000, 87,000 new IRS agents. And then it's like, yep, here they go. They're going to nickel and dime you to death. <laughs> uh, Hillbilly Utopia. Where's that going to be? Maybe I'll, I'll stop in. <laughs> I, I want to do it in uh, Wyoming or, or Montana. But... Montana yeah. looks beautiful, man. It really does look beautiful. Oh man! Uh, once the kids are gone, we are we are packing up and moving out west. We're not we're not hanging around in uh, Indiana for for much longer after the kids are grown and out of the house. We're we're gonna sell everything and GTFO. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. But God damn it, dude! How <laughs> how frustrating is it to just watch the the government just like they are never going to let you get ahead. I couldn't, and I was saying this on the last episode, like I couldn't design a system more oppressive than, than what they've come up with. There, there's just every, every single time you go out of your way to uh, save up a little something extra to try to cushion, cushion your bank account a little bit. They're just going to fucking take, they're going to take a huge chunk of it. Or, and just discourage, like, uh, just imagine the, how discouraged it would be. Like, I wouldn't even, so now it's like, what's the point of get, getting a gig job? Like, you're already not making great money, right? Like, I, I, like some people, you know, they've tried to do these studies, like, is driving for Uber really worth it? That kind of thing. And it's like, well, you know, maybe I can make a little extra scratch on the side here. But then it's like, well, if the government's going to take 20% of that too, now you're really disincentivized from doing it it's just like jesus christ man why are we why do we even have taxes clearly they're just going to print and spend whatever the fuck they want deficits don't matter according to the uh modern monetary theory <laughs> and they're really putting that to the test these days adding fucking 600 billion in a month a trillion in a year like it's we're going to find out real soon if these deficits actually do matter. But man, is it just like kicking you when you're down? They're not going after the millionaires and billionaires. Like, and I almost feel like the, the people that do vote for this sort of thing are the gig workers, a lot of them. So it's like, I don't know, man, you get what you fucking deserve. You get what you fucking deserve. If you, if you keep believing these people that they're, oh yeah, we're going to tax ourselves. <laughs> First, let's just like think about that. Well, they're all millionaires and billionaires in Washington. So they're not going to raise taxes on them. And if they do, they're going to do it in a way where millionaires, millionaires and billionaires can avoid it. 
I mean, that's what you do when you have millions of dollars, like you just arrange your affairs so that you avoid the taxes. The tax code is specific. Like, why is the tax code so complicated? Why isn't it just a flat tax? Well, it's so that they can avoid all the fucking taxes. You idiots. Jesus. That's why it's so complicated <laughs> because they have to keep coming up with ways for them to get around all of the taxes so that they can keep railing against millionaires and billionaires and then coming for you because you made $86 driving for Uber. And and they can afford to pay a, a whole team of accountants to go through every single line of tax code and make sure that they don't pay a single solitary cent in at the end of the year, whereas you're going to go to H&R Block and you might get a refund. Yeah, 100%. And your refund, by, again, I know I've said this like a million times, you just gave the government an interest-free loan for a year. So it's not a refund. Like, you just got the worst fucking deal ever. Although this might be an interesting one to uh, to close out on and give you an opportunity to kick off your uh, Chicago series. Um I did see a thing not I guess it was at the end of 20 I guess it was at the end of 2021 maybe uh where stolen property is actually a taxable uh is actually taxable like you have to you have to pay taxes on that stuff so that could be the thing that they used to dis uh to dissuade <laughs> shoplifters in uh Chicago land. Yeah, this is uh Louis Vuitton which I hear is nice stuff. Very high end. Wouldn't and there you go. Nice hops on that one, kid. <laughs> that top shelf <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I'm just going to clean out Louis Vuitton. I don't know which one this is. It's probably like somewhere on the Magnificent Mile. Very high end store. Maybe it's in a mall somewhere. I don't know. Uh, Nordstrom um, downtown. There you go. Boom. And like, so right smack, I used to work right across the street from there. Uh, unbelievable, man. It's a big fucking mall. Yep. Just walking in, walking out with some, with some free Louis Vuitton. And I, I do remember seeing, um, people would post that section of like the turbo tech, like, or was it turbo tech or something where it's like, yeah, you have to admit, like, have you stolen it? <laughs> You got to pay taxes on all your stolen goods. It's just hilarious. Have you made any like drug drug money? You got to pay taxes on that. I wonder how many. I wonder how many people are actually like reporting that when they. Who are we kidding? The it just seems like a, don't file taxes. But. Seems like a lose lose here. Uh, you're admitting to a fucking felony <laughs> and then paying taxes on it. Oh god, the the fact that that's even a thing. That the government's like, hey, we don't really care if you stole anything. We just need our cut. <laughs> just got to wet my beak a little bit. It literally is. It's like the most mafia fucking thing I've ever seen. It's like fucking Tony Soprano doesn't get like if you rob the truck. Remember that episode where they're fucking robbing? The, they just keep ripping off like uh, juniors trucks. <laughs> they're stealing. Like yeah, all these suits got to go back. But then fucking Tony's got to grab grab a couple. Got any fucking, you know, 46 longs in here or whatever. They're all, they all got to get their fucking. And maybe this rack doesn't go back. <laughs> Still's got this one on. Maybe this one doesn't go back. Yeah. Right, okay. You, yeah. You robbed. You robbed this guy. You're not supposed to do that. But you know, where's my fucking twenty percent? 
That's right. The government doesn't care if you're doing illegal shit. They just want their cut of the illegal shit that you're doing. A hundred percent. And you just just don't bring it to their doorstep because you'll get January 6th. But if, if you do it anywhere else, like they couldn't give a shit as long as they benefit from it. I, I mean, it's it is the most the clearest example. As long as it, as long as uh, it benefits them and it's not in their neighborhood, they're fine with it. I, explain the difference between that and the mafia. There, there is none. There is none. It's absolutely none. God, what a beautiful thing! It's just on full display. So, yeah, that is a uh, shithole, Chicago. We need somebody to to re, uh, rewrite that song for me. Sweet home Chicago to shithole Chicago. That's what I'm hearing in my head every time I say it. That's going to be, I think that's going to be a new weekly segment here for the, for the live episodes. We'll, we'll have at least one, one video to uh, just put the, the wonderful city of Chicago. Wait, there, there was another one where, uh, can you put the other one up? I think I sent you two. And I'm actually uh, more interested in the, in the mayors because in the comment section, the the mayor is or maybe it was in that one they have like an interview with our esteemed mayor oh i gotta find that one i think you had sent that one last week all right well yeah maybe next i'm sure we'll get some more uh retarded quotes from him oh there's like there are like whole sites dedicated to chicago yeah craziness (laughs) i know yeah there's some pretty good uh twitter follows on there too um yeah yeah i i wonder if those any of those migrants made it back to venezuela yet Uh, oh yeah that was the one from that was the one from last week i just found it it was the uh the migrants from venezuela are abandoning (laughs) ship on on chicago because the american dream doesn't exist anymore and they're going back to venezuela like when when a collapsing socialist shithole is a better alternative than Chicago, you know you're doing really, really, really bang up job. Yeah, yeah. It didn't take them long to look that one over. Got there, they're living on the fucking streets or like on the floor of some uh, police precinct, and they're looking around and they're saying, you know what? Winter's coming. Venezuela is not looking so bad. The the place where you get you don't have anything. To, uh, you're eating fucking farm animals two years ago. They ran out of zebras. That's stop, stop sending homeless people and and immigrants to like Texas and Florida and California, nice parts of the country. Send them to fucking Minneapolis and Chicago, Detroit, New York. Let them go live in the fucking cold. And as soon as they hit a you know one of those like nor'easters that dumps three foot of snow overnight, they'll all be ready to flee. And it's like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. This was not a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think uh, we should come up with a foreign exchange program. Like when I was in school, there would always be like one or two kids. Like there, like some. Actually, I think was she Venezuelan? Some chick from Venezuela it was like, or maybe it was Colombia, just smoking hot. Um, there'd always be like a couple exchange students. Like they're living with some family and they get to go to school. I think we should do that. We will exchange. Uh, it, it's got to be like three to one or something. Three socialists in America for one uh, recovering socialist from Venezuela or something. Um, 
that uh, that would fix the world pretty fast, I think. Yeah, send them to Venezuela, Argentina. Yeah, problem solved. All right. Did we get through everything today? We covered More a lot of or less. Uh, there is one that we didn't get to the the one about Moderna, but I think that one needs more of a that I think that should be a next Tuesday because that one needs more attention. It's uh there's a lot to I, I've done a, a probably too much research into Moderna and the origins of Moderna and the shit that they've been doing for the last 13 years. And um, it's it's interesting. So that that's a teaser for next week because I do want to cover that one, but that one needs more more time. Yeah. Yeah. We got some other, other stuff in here. Banks, uh, banks preparing for some massive layoffs. What else we got? Oh, yeah. Got some more, uh, ridiculous Hollywood casting coming out. <laughs> uh, Black Hercules. Um, yeah. Okay. God damn it, dude. I remember it like, I think at the beginning, uh, it was the beginning of this year when like they had the the Black Mermaid, and uh, I was making fun of it. Then and they're just doubling, tripling down on these. It doesn't matter how many of these movies bomb. What was the one? The I guess the a big Marvel thing just bombed recently. The, yeah, the Marvels, which was the the sequel to Captain Marvel, um, and it it had the worst opening weekend of any. Marvel movie or MCU movie period. And then the week one to week two drop off was the, it was like a 78% drop off. So that's, that's also the largest drop off from week one to week two for any MCU movie ever. Like it's, it's also currently got the third lowest uh, Rotten Tomatoes score of any MCU movie. So from the audience. Right. Yeah, the staff, staff it, probably gave it a perfect score or something. It's doing it's doing pretty bad. Um, and this was uh, it was like an all female one or something. What was the yeah, what were they pushing? Three, what agenda were they pushing for this one? Three female leads. You got your strong central character, white woman who had the Karen haircut the last time we saw her on screen, and now and then you've got a, a black woman and an Indian woman. Uh, or a young girl that are your main characters. It's all, and the, and the bad guy is also a, a female as well of color, I believe. So might be green, I but did, I didn't know, know there were any color. bad females of color. I thought they were all just. Well, I think she's green. So oh, okay, that color. <laughs> still, still, that's technically of color. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm I'm just shocked. I'm shocked. Nobody wants to go watch three chicks fight crime. They're blaming they're blaming like that uh, because the Screen Actors Guild was on strike that the uh, the actors weren't available to promote the film in the lead up to it. Like you still ran commercials. You still had trailers like the trailers were terrible. Uh, You watch the trailers and you see the fight sequences that they did. And it's like, oh, my gosh, this is this looks so terrible. It's all like awful CGI. It looks cheap. I nobody watched any of the trailers and thought, Oh my gosh, I want to see this. And it, no amount of, no amount of publicity being pushed by any of the actors in the movie could have changed the fact that just looking at it on its face, it looked fucking horrible. And apparently it is. Yeah. 
Yeah, what was I remember? I somebody posted like a quote from the movie. Oh yeah, uh, um, black girl, ma- uh, black girl magic or something. Yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah, it was something like that. I was like, oh my god, is that that's really in the script? Yeah, yeah. Like holy shit! Yeah, use your black girl magic. It's like it's a what? legitimate line. Yeah. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, I'm surprised it bombed. I can't. The only thing more unbelievable than like superheroes like fighting crime is just like a, a female superhero doing it. It's just like I don't know. It's got no chance. It's got no chance. Well, and like Marvel, Marvel has been trying to make this version of Captain Marvel become a thing in the comics for years, and every time they try to push her as a as a central character it just completely tanks. Like people do not like this character, whether you're talking about comic book fans or movie fans, people don't like this fucking character and they just keep trying to cram it down your throat because like you have to accept that this, this strong female lead is the the most powerful being in all of the Marvel universe. And it just keeps getting rejected, but they don't care. They don't, they have to push an agenda. They don't, they, they don't care what sells or what's What's actually a good product. They're just going to keep hammering this dumb bullshit. Yeah. And it's again, they're like, oh, it's it's misogyny and all this shit. It's like was somebody stopping all the chicks from going to see this movie? Like who stopped them from buying t- <laughs> chicks? Do chicks even buy t- like I feel like they just go to the movies with a guy and he pays for it. Do you see where Stephen King said that it's probably misogyny that's resulting in this in the in the Marvels doing so well? And then uh, I think it was um, Defiant Ills posted posted, or maybe it's just Stephen King where he had said previously that he doesn't go see any superhero movies. (laughs) Yeah, like I've never seen any of these either. But it's just like okay, if like if this is your cause, right? Wouldn't you just buy a ticket out of uh, like support for your female whatever? You know, like chicks never fucking support any of these causes that they claim to care about. They just blame us for not being interested in it. Like WNBA. Okay, go go buy a ticket to the game. Go watch them. Name a team. Name a player other than Brittany Griner. The only reason I know her name is because we fucking (laughs) she got arrested and we ended up trading. We had one of the worst trade deals because Donald Trump didn't do it. Well, that was like (laughs) they did the. They did the Ghostbusters remake where it was all female cast. And yeah. I saw that. I was very hopeful that it was like, I thought maybe this has a chance to be a good movie. It wasn't that it was misogynistic. It's that it was complete and utter trash. They did the the Charlie's Angels reboot and it was absolute trash. Like it's not that it's, it's not that people don't want this or are being, you know, misogynistic or whatever. It's that they're not putting out a good product. They're like, they push, they, they cram so much stupid agenda bullshit into an otherwise really not good, like very average movie. And then they cram a bunch of, you know, woke agenda bullshit into it. And then it takes it from being an average, possibly like not terrible movie to just being utter trash. Yeah. 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 Oh, Charlie's Angels is a good, that's a good, interesting example because that was a popular show, right? Are and we first, more or less misogynistic now? Well, and the original movies that had Cameron Diaz and Drew Barrymore and, and uh, Lucy Liu, like those did really well. They were 
they were entertaining, good movies. People liked them. Yeah. They did well at the box office and stuff. Then you reboot it and cram a bunch of woke nonsense into it, and now people fucking hate it. And that's the response, or that's the fault of misogyny. If it, like if if it was actually misogyny, people wouldn't have gone to see the original ones when those came out. It's not misogyny. It's you took a otherwise good product and turned it into utter yeah. shit. Yeah, you ruined it. So take a fucking look in the mirror. And all of these feminists take a nice long look in the mirror because nobody's stopping you from supporting these causes. Even if the movie sucks, you should still buy a ticket to it. What's a movie ticket cost? Like 12 bucks now or something? You can't put $12 to your favorite fucking cause? You can go see a matinee on Tuesday afternoon for like $7.50. There you go. I don't know. Like, they just It's just so obvious that they don't care. It's almost as if they, they just want something to blame us for uh, complain about it's like hey we already have our things that we support we don't have to support everything <laughs> it's like, wnba is just the best example of it like they just couldn't care any less you see tons of chicks at nba games lots yeah. of chicks there yeah um probably none of them actually paid for their own ticket but um I mean, you can get, there are so many simps out there. Find one of these simps to take you to this movie. Can't even do that. You can't even do that. Guys will, yeah, I got a lot of guys will put up with a lot of shit. They'll, they'll go to see these chick flicks. They'll go see these rom-coms. They'll go, but for whatever reason, they're not, they're not going to the WNBA games with the feminists. And it's probably because all feminists are ugly. <laughs> all right i think we'll get out of here on that oh <laughs> uh, and you got anything coming up or probably not because it's a we got a holiday weekend right yeah holiday. holiday week i'll be traveling for the rest of the week uh on december 1st i finally got a got a time frame nailed down that's when i'll be doing the uh the bronze age mindset with my buddy Mark Metz. We're gonna look at we're gonna look at the we're gonna look at the Bronze Age mindset, the the book itself, and we're also gonna talk uh, more in depth about the kind of the uh, movement that is or that kind of surrounds uh, the author of that, the Bronze Age pervert, and and some of and some of that stuff. So that's gonna be. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, it's it's more the um, talking about masculinity and and returning men to to being men. So I, I'm, I've had a lot of fun with my masculinity conversations that we've had over the last uh, several months. So this will kind of be a, uh, another one of, of that similar topic. Cool. Right on. Well, um, we will, yeah, we'll take a break here for a week for the holidays. Hope everybody has a nice Thanksgiving. I'll probably still put some stuff out uh, on the Substack. I don't know what the Thanksgiving isn't really a, a thing down here. So I'll keep plugging away and uh, give you guys some content to get you through those uh, family affairs. If you need a little relief, I'll be here to provide that. So uh, until next Tuesday, you guys know what to do. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace.